Welcome to that one show with Brian Combs. And joining me this week is the one and only Dixie Combs. How are you today, Dixie? Brian, I am fine. And just looking at our setup, we're already in better shape than we were the last time we recorded. Well, we actually have a real microphone. Yes. (laughs) And we don't have any animals running around. No stack of books. No. So we're actually halfway professional this time, right? Yes. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Here we come. So this is an episode that has been demanded by our listeners for a while now because whenever you are on a given episode, whether we're talking Brandy Carlisle songs, Tyler Childers songs, soundtracks, or boy bands, you always mention your running playlist. And they want to know, hey, what does Dixie have on her running playlist? (laughs) Well, I can only pick 10 songs today, so you're not getting the full uh, gambit here. You're just getting a taste. I will tell you all that out there listening, you don't want to fully know what goes on inside of Dixie's head. No, you so, don't. So we're, we're not going to share her entire playlist, but just her 10 favorites and my 10 favorite running songs too. But before we get into our list, let's talk a little bit about running itself. Why you got into it, when you did, and why you do it. Well, Brian, it's it's I, I feel sacrilegious even talking about running because you were the one that was running when I met you in college you were going out for a run or you did this and then you were talking about your incredible weight loss and your personal goals and I frankly hated running until after I had Natalie so it just became a way to clear my mind and my father-in-law who I consider as one of my really good friends he and I had this friendly competition going on so the distance and the speed all that kind of developed because we were always trying to outdo each other So you and I actually don't get to run together hardly at all. Um, You've ran a couple of marathons with me in which you said you were never going to run another marathon, but you ended up doing it. So I haven't, I haven't got you back on the trails again with me, but it's, it's recently became a way for me to connect with nature, to clear my mind, to deal with day-to-day life. And I think it just makes me a better person. And that's ultimately my goal. That's great. And yes, uh, you just mentioned that that I had a weight loss at one time or another due to running and quit real quickly. I'm not going to bore people, but when I was like 19, uh, I weighed about 340 pounds, 335 pounds. I was so fat that I exceeded the the weight limit to get on a treadmill to walk. So I started walking a mile each day. And then after a while, I started to see how long I could jog. And at first it was like 10 seconds. But I, got, I was able to jog a little bit further that mile each and every day until one day I jogged the entire mile. And even, and you just said I'd run a few marathons with you, but no, the, the sense of accomplishment that I felt after the first time I ever ran one mile without stopping has never been topped, no matter if I've ran a marathon, half marathon, or what. And I can assure you that I have said this several times, but I will never, ever, run a long distance race again because it literally almost killed me last time. It, literally. It did. And I, that was just a half I, I woke up in an ambulance once it was over. <laughs> literally. It did. Having a seizure due to a severe heat stroke. So never again. I'm officially retired. Well, um, and one of my favorite stories, you talking about your first experience in trying to run and 
you're setting your goals. You said that you were inspired by certain movies. And then two, you said one day you just took out and correct me if I'm wrong, but you took your cordless phone with you and because <laughs> you were afraid you weren't going to live. <laughs> and so yeah, this was pre, and I don't even know what I was thinking because the cordless phone might've had like a hundred yard distance to where I could call somebody. This was not a cell phone. It was literally a cordless <laughs> phone. From the house. But I was so afraid of killing over and dying that I took it with me, I guess just as a comfort, even though it would have been of no help to me if I'd had killed over and died. <laughs> so that was probably one of your very first treks out, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So since then, he has actually PR'd several times and you've just, and not to drone on and on about this, but there's also the importance that needs to be said of supportive people in your life. Alicia and her husband, people that have yes, just really rallied for you. Uh, you're talking about Alicia Richardson and, yes. and Mackie, her husband. The first time I ever signed up for a 5K, uh, Mackie finished about five minutes ahead of me, but he waited on me to give me a hug at the finish line and told me how proud of, of me that he was because he knew what how I had started, literally not even being able to run. And um, about a month or two after that, uh, I didn't want to beat Mackie, but I wanted to be able to see him when he finished. So I literally stayed about 10 feet behind him the whole time. And he turned, passed him. And he didn't, but he didn't know that. No, I didn't pass him. No. And he didn't know I was behind him the whole time. And he, he, he come to the finish line and immediately turned around to wait on me again. And I was right there. And just the look of pride on his face, even though I, you know, I really didn't know him all that well, that I had improved that much in that short amount of time. And he gave me another big hug. But they were... This, you know, not very many people ran, especially here in Breathitt County, where we were recording when I was running. So it was just us three, really. Mm -hmm. Just me, Alicia, and Mackie. That yep. was it. There's a pretty good running following now. There now, is, but Jackson. not 20 years ago. No. 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 Not and at all. I just love Alicia because every time I see her, she asks me how everything's going, how far I'm running, am I still at it? And she even gave me a little Christmas ornament. Yes. With, I mean, just the the importance of supportive people in your life that are just going to encourage you and not necessarily sit out to beat you at everything, nope. but are just happy with your success. So here we go. We're going to get right into the rankings and. These are, let me preface that not everybody runs, but a lot of people work out. Yeah, so yeah. it's not technically just running songs, but workout songs. Yeah. Whether you're on an exercise bike, a treadmill, an elliptical, weightlifting, or what have you. These are workout songs. Just yeah. our preferred method of working out is running. Running is like the only time I actually get to sit down and listen to music or podcasts so you sit or down, audio books. Wait, wait, you just said running well, is the only time like, I get to sit down. Sit down with my mind. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean, you know what a, I mean. We're off to a great start. <laughs> what, what do you have for us at number 10, Dixie? Number 10, I have a song that I just recently discovered. It's called Koran Koran by the Brothers Gillespie. And... This was just playing in the car one day, and the, the album cover is great. It's just this little nerdy Amish-looking fella next to the Grim Reaper. But when I heard this song, I was like, oh, man, I love this song. Months went by, and I hadn't heard it, and it came through on my playlist. I was like, oh, that's the song I really liked. So I, I often will repeat this song. As soon as it plays, I'll hit back, and I'll listen to it again just immediately. Yeah, I really like this song, uh, The Brothers Gillespie. Uh, back when I first got my radio show was the, one of the first artists to reach out to me and, and, and send me some of their music to be considered being played. And I played that song a couple times on the radio show. Yes. Uh, if you uh, search them up, they're just getting started, but they have a lot of other good songs too. They're on Facebook. They're on 
They have their own website. They tour a little bit. They was just in Lexington playing Red Barn Radio a couple of weeks ago here in Kentucky. But uh, they, they're they a really good new band out of North Carolina. And this song actually doesn't sound like anything else on their album. I've actually went and tried to listen to other some songs and see if I could connect with anything else. And they're kind of like Southern rockish and their other songs. But this song has just such great lyrics. It's just heartbreak, how your first love moves away and how you just live the rest of your life feeling that void and yet hoping that they're doing fine where they are. So I really like this song. His voice is just, it just breaks your heart, but it's not like any other song on the album. Mm -hmm. So you want to go ahead and play a little bit of it for her? Yes. This is Karen Karan by the Brothers Gillespie. I can't say that. Karen Karan If your hair grow long I chase you like the sun coming up on the tail of an early dawn. And you in the north, up among the lights. And I can't tell you, but I guess that I learned to leave in time. I guess it is now time for me to share with our listeners what my 10th favorite song to run to is. And as well has been established in most of our previous episodes, I really, when I listen to music, I'm a lyrics guy. I really like the words. The one exception to that is when I run, uh, the melody and I guess the beat of the song is a lot more uh, useful for me. So if I ever like a song that really doesn't have that great of lyrics or is gibberish, like most of the stuff you prefer, yes. <laughs> it will be why I'm running. And that being said, my number 10 is Beck. That is definitely gibberish. From his album Mellow Gold back in 1994 with Loser. And surely you all have heard this song, but if not... It's like the only Beck song I've ever heard of. Uh, let me just read to you all the opening verse, and it gets crazier from there. <laughs> In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. Butane in my veins, I'm out to cut the junkie. With the plastic eyeballs, spray paint the vegetables, dog food stalls with the beefcake pantyhose. And you used to get mad about the song Summer Girls. Is that the, is that the song that's just gibberish? Yeah, but this is... But then this is what ended the argument. I brought it back. Yeah, I admitted I was wrong. <laughs> but this is a song that has a fantastic beat. Beck and the Dust Brothers come up with it. Uh, it's pure nonsense, but it is glorious nonsense. He talks about shaving with mace and then burning down his trailer park. <laughs> and I venture to say if a man ever actually put on his face mace and then shaved with it, it would burn like a mother. 
And you probably would want to burn down your trailer park if that's yep. where you live. Do you have any thoughts on Mellow Gold's loser from Beck? No. Yesterday, I was out there for several miles, and I listened to this playlist. Like, you put mine and your songs together, and I made it a rule. I was not going to skip through anything, so I listened to this in its entirety. Awesome. It did not pump me up, but I listened to it. It's funny because the playlist you just mentioned has 10 of my songs on it and 10 of yours. And I worked out this morning and shuffled through them. And out of the 20 songs, I only had to skip one. So you've done really good as far as my you, opinion goes. You shouldn't have skipped it. You could have fell in love with it is all I got to say. No, I've heard it before. I didn't skip any of your songs. Well, Let the record reflect. All right. So here <laughs> is my 10th favorite running song of all time. A song that is almost 30 years old. Wow. Beck with Loser. In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey Butane in my veins, and I'm out to cut the chunky With the plastic eyeballs Spray paint the vegetables, dog food stalls With the beefcake pantyhose Kill the headlights and put it in neutral Stock car flaming with a loser in the cruise control Babies in Reno with the vitamin D Got a couple of couches, sleep on the love seat Someone came saying I'm insane to complain about a shotgun wedding And a stain on my shirt Everything that you breathe, you get a pocket violation and a maggot on your sleeve. So shave your face with some mace in the dark. Saving all your food stamps and burning down the trailer park. Yo, cut it. So. All right, Dixie, what do you have for us at number nine? Well, this gentleman, uh, may he rest in peace, has provided us with lots of motivational songs and upbeat songs, and that is Mr. Tom Petty. And my fa I'm among the masses when I say that American Girl is one of my favorite Tom Petty songs, and it is a great running song. Absolutely, and you and Tom Petty probably has 15 or more songs that you and I, either one, could have picked for this so particular many. list. Yes. Uh, he's one of the artists that had, that, you know, I, I got to thinking about what artist maybe was had the most songs on my overall run playlist, and it, it'd either be probably either him, Weezer, Springsteen, uh, maybe Green Day, maybe Sturgill. But Tom Petty has a plethora of songs. You literally could have put a rank 10. Your 10 through 1 could have been yeah. Petty songs today. Yep. And it's funny that you that you mentioned that because you are the king of making lists. But I also made a list of uh, artists that keep me company. Of course, it's not a top 10 list. But it's it's bands that I intentionally left off this list because they are talked about so much on your show. Uh, but bands like the Avett Brothers, the Shins, Need to Breathe. Of course, Tyler, uh, Sturgill, Randy Carlisle, the whole episode on her, The Offspring. Those bands, I can just hit, I can just search by artist and I can just 
listen to their playlist all the way through. Let me touch on something you all said and give you all a little behind the scenes uh, extra uh, bonus material here. I don't, how many times have you been on the show now? Seven or eight? Yeah, I don't know. And we always do a top 10 list and I usually have to to ask you a hundred times to start getting your list together and you literally get it together right before we record. <laughs> but I, I, several days ago, I texted you and I said, Hey, can you start putting your running playlist together for a top 10 episode? And you said, Hey, shocker, I've already started. <laughs> so, and that was a first. Yeah. And I get a list within a list. Yes. <laughs> so, wow, you're really rubbing off on me. So let's talk about Tom Petty and specifically American Girl. What is it about this particular song? And uh, I'm guessing you probably just put Petty on here once. So why yes. why is this the one Petty song that you picked? Because you could have picked, a, you know, like we just said, 10 or 15 different ones. Just the way it starts and everything, the check and just how it starts. It just, it's a great sunny day, mm -hmm. lift your mood song. Mm -hmm. And I love the part that goes, make it last all night. <laughs> and I thought that I was the only person that was picking up on that. However, we watched the... Uh, What's the horror movie? What's the Hannibal Lecter? What's that movie we watched? Silence of the Lamb. Silence of the Lamb. And the girl that gets kidnapped is actually singing this song. And she sings that part right before she gets kidnapped. Yeah, you're I was talking like, about the, buff the girl that Buffalo, Buffalo Bill, Bill kidnapped and, yes. and kept her in down in his well. she is jamming to it in the car. Yeah. And then she sings that line. And I was like, <laughs> yes, finally, somebody else sings that line with me. So I, I love this song. And Tom Petty is great on a sunny day. But on days where it's gloomy and you know you just have to be out there and you don't want to, when this song comes on, it still lifts your mood. Yeah. Let, let me say one last thing about Tom Petty. There has never been a musical artist whose catalog of songs is better to just hit shuffle on and let play if you were driving a car yep. on one of the very first pretty days of spring after yep. it's been a long, hard winter. You are right. So go ahead and introduce this for our listeners, and we'll go ahead and play a little bit of it for them, Dixie. This is American Girl by Tom Petty. necessarily a huge fan of but this song never ever fails to just get me fired up whether i'm listening to it while driving while working out while 
you know, just sitting in my office doing, you know, some type of work on the computer. And it is uh, the lead song off of their album, which is called The 59 Sound. And it literally starts with the sound of a needle dropping on a vinyl record and static, of which is one of my greatest and most favorite sounds in this entire world is the sound that you first hear when a record begins to spin. And then it just kicks in immediately with a, with a you know, an up-tempo beat. And it is a band from New Jersey called the Gaslight Anthem. And the song is Great Expectations. And I love this song since it came out back in 2008. It has been a constant on my running playlist. And, you know, a fellow musician from New Jersey has, as the Gaslight Anthem is the one and only Bruce Springsteen, who very well may be mentioned later, but they were like one of the, he was headlining a festival in 2009, a year after their debut album called Glastonbury. And they were one of the early, early acts uh, on that festival, like at noon. So the, a, crowd, a big crowd wasn't there yet or anything, and Bruce came out and played a few songs with them. And that happened to be airing live online streaming on YouTube. And a lot of people saw it and their album sales immediately the next day went crazy and doubled. And that really got them into the public consciousness because Bruce rarely does that. That's cool. Uh, and so he had to have locked them. And I'd say them being a neighbor in New Jersey didn't, didn't hurt the matter any. Do you have any thoughts on this song at all? I can't even remember which song it was. I listened to it yesterday, but I couldn't tell you without listening to it which song it was. Well, I'll play, it, so. I'll play it right now and remind you and, okay. and our listeners. Here is the Gaslight Anthem with Great Expectations. number eight on your counting down your favorite running songs well brian i'll go ahead and do my little behind the scenes spill on you uh, when i was telling you what songs were on my playlist you said well just be sure to fix the name of your song before you air it okay well you gotta get the name of the song right so just as I smug as you can minute. be so I anyway just, it's a second. very long title I, okay I, I, and I, you knew exactly what song i was uh, talking about but i i didn't need i stopped asking you to come up with the very basic research of the album <laughs> and the year songs from 
So the least you can do is just get the actual name of the song right. I was going to check it. I was just sending it to you because it was like shorthand. Uh, and it's a very long title. So anyway, uh, I know I mentioned them. Well, no, I didn't up in my artists that keep me company. But this is one band that actually keeps me company. And I I could not not have one of their songs on my list. And it's Weezer, of course. I love Weezer. We were very fortunate to be able to see them live. They were fantastic. They had the flu. They came out in winter coats, um, but the show went on, and they yep. were fantastic. So uh, this is one of my favorite songs, and I can't help but move when I hear it. So it's if you're wondering if I want if you want me to, I want you to. <laughs> uh, Lord, I hope that's right. Whatever, just it's look okay. At, yeah, it's a, it's off our <laughs> album Ratitude, and it's literally the whole chorus of the song yeah. <laughs> is their title. So. You know, it's no secret that Weezer is one of my favorite bands of all time consistently since they released the Blue Album. Uh, they obviously are going to appear at one time or another on my list as Only well. Only because I put them on my list, and you're like, oh, yeah, I like Weezer. I'm going to put them on my list. Well, I was trying to make a list of, of people we might not necessarily have talked about before, but we really ain't done a Weezer episode. No, so no we couldn't. I, I'm, I'm begging John Thompson. Tom, John, come on. To do a Weezer episode with me. I think y'all should do that instead of just random stuff that nobody's going to get. You should totally just talk about Weezer. Well, we plan on it, okay. but we'll include random stuff, too, because we can't help ourselves when we get together. But that's <laughs> beside the point. Let's hope the crowd can keep up. So why this Weezer song? It's actually probably, you know, a casual listener, I would venture to say, would not necessarily have heard this Weezer no. song before. But it's a damn good one. It is It is really good. The beat, I mean, the bass, the, the beat of it, everything is just great. And it's very hyper. And as you know, I'm a very hyper person. So this speaks to me. All righty. We'll go ahead and tr try to get this name of the song out <sighs> one more time for our listeners. And we'll play it. If you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to by Weezer. That was correct. Yes. <laughs> The moon was shining on the lake at night Your slayer t-shirt fit the scene just right Through smeared mascara I looked into your eyes and saw a light You told me stories about your chickadees They didn't like me, they guns are stupid archery You charmed your lifeguard, you let the news And I looked down at my feet I was next to you And you were right there next to me Then I said, go So I figured we probably wouldn't have any of the same songs, but there would be a couple artists that appeared on our my list and your list, and Weezer is the first of them, and believe it or not, we had them at the exact same position, number well, eight. What about that? And I have got one called Knockdown Drag Out from their third album, which is known as the Green Album. Now, Weezer nearly broke up after their second and their best album, Pinkerton, because it literally was a, you know, a big, big change from their blue album. And it was met, and a lot. the critics said it was the worst album of the year. That tells you what critics know, because it has, over time, 
become known as a masterpiece and literally invented the genre of emo, for better or worse. And it almost did them in, and they made, pretty much made an album very similar to the Blue Album with the Green Album, which is just pure pop rock, pop punk, whatever you want to call it, infectious melodies, but lyrics that really aren't that deep. So I chose Knock Down Drag Out off That's of that album. That's such a good song. It's I would put that literally on just over two minutes long, but it's a perfect two minutes to work out and get moving to. So I know you like this song as well. Well, when you picked, when you're like, hey, I need to pick a Weezer song, you picked this and you claimed it like dibs. So, well, that's right. <laughs> so I got the one with the long title, and you got that one. Well, you could have picked two really they, good songs. Yeah, they've got songs with just one word in them. Crab. Uh, <laughs> I don't know you that song. Hash pipe. I, oh, that was I, I actually had hash pipe, and I I switched it. Yes, I swapped it. So here is my eighth favorite song to run to. In the history of the universe, one of my favorite bands of all time, Weezer with Knock Down Drag Out. for us at lucky number seven all right number seven is mumford and son's little lion man this song is has a great beat it's just so fun they are wailing on the banjo they're just i don't see how they still have instruments at the end of this song this is also comes with a disclaimer i actually told brian that he would have to put an explicit uh, label on this podcast. He goes, ah, that's okay. I've already got that. So, but a big shout out to my father-in-law and mother-in-law, Jill and Brian. They are fantastic, but you guys will want to skip this song because it does drop the F-bomb. And uh, they're so cute in that they, they will not watch movies or shows that have foul language in it to each their own. But you miss so much whenever you don't have a good cuss word uh, put in there. Well, hold on, man. Let's talk about cuss words right now because, to me, they're just words. Who said, I mean, who was who determined at one point or another, well, that's a bad word? Well, we live in the Bible Belt. I know, so. but, but I mean, I've always been fascinated about what words are considered, quote, unquote, a cuss word. Well, I mean, I, 500 years ago, some long-haired, you know, uh, Puritan would have thought, well, you know, I don't like the word chair, so we're going to make it a cuss word. 
you know, uh, 200 years later, we couldn't say the word chair. <laughs> I mean, well, these, what, how did they, I mean, uh, I don't know, but, but I also, t I also really prefer to be respectful of people and their beliefs. And I try not to tread well, I'm on not that. putting you down if you think of customers so, a customer. I've just always been fascinated on who alongside throughout history decided what words were bad words and what words were. I don't know. Some fun, some words are pretty funny. And of course I, I try not to curse, but it's always funny when I hear a good well-placed curse word, but this one definitely has it. It is right in the chorus. And uh, when Natalie and I listen to this in the car, the volume goes down right at that at word, even though she's heard it other places. She's before. watched Bird Box. She has watched. That's a running <laughs> joke at our house. She has watched Bird Box. But um, we 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 douse the the volume in the car when we're listening to this. But it's such a good song. Uh, and these guys are were they Scottish or Irish? They're from our. Uh, They're from England. They're from England. Yeah. So. To them, it's nothing to drop this word, but of course, in our area where we live, I'm just I just want to tell my sweet in laws to just hit forward well, wait, on wait, this. Wait till they hear my number two song. Oh no, <laughs> well, there you go, Steve. Go ahead and note that too. <laughs> Skip over that if you're listening, but uh, I really like the song, it's such a good song, and I just I hate that it has that that word in it, so I can't really listen to it out loud places. But I do; it don't bother me. But anyway, I, they have such a great catalog of songs, and I would love to see this band live. Would absolutely love to see them live. All righty, so here is Mumford and Sons with Little Lion Man. For yourself, my man, you'll never be what is in your heart Weep, little lion man, you're not as brave as you were at the start Rate yourself and rake yourself, take all the courage you have left And waste it on fixing all the problems that you made in your own head But it was not your fault but mine and it was your heart on the line I really fucked it up this time Didn't I, my dear? Didn't I, my dear? Tremble for yourself, my man You know that you have seen this all before Tremble, little lion man, you'll never settle any of your scores. Your grace is wasted in your face, your boldness stands alone among the wreck. So, I'm going to do something just a little bit different, and I promise you this is relevant to my number seven song, okay? Okay. So... I was researching, you know, my list for this, and I actually stumbled upon some old writings that I did. Gosh, I would venture to say college, maybe, give, somewhere around that time. So probably anywhere from, you know, 18 to 22 years ago. And I found, believe it or not, a little poem I wrote called Why I Run. And I promise <laughs> you this will be relevant to my number seven song. So here it goes. Woke up this morning trapped inside my own head. It took everything in me just to get out of bed. 
I got on my knees and prayed, just like yesterday. I wandered through the darkness and found my shoes, hoping once again to run away from the blues. The stars and the moon were still in the sky. Somewhere I smelled bacon starting to fry. I ran through the darkness in total solitude, hoping to chase away my demons and improve my mood. My feet ache and my back screams for me to stop, but I've but I keep moving forward with all that I've got. My spirit rises with the new day sun. I'm almost a different person by the time I'm done. And tomorrow I'll do all this again. I'll run to release the sadness and not keep it in. That was good, Brian. So really that... <laughs> good. You need to put that in a song. No. Yes. And you know what I got from that? Your love of running, you also your hate of running, and then bacon. Yeah, well, also <laughs> that I most time when I run, it's early, early in the morning. Yes, every day. And yes, you complain about your feet and your back still to this day. <laughs> 22 years later, we're still listening to you complain. But that is relevant to my seventh song on my list. It is a song called Shake It Out by Florence and the Machine. It is from their 2011 album Ceremonials. And just like that poem conveyed, I run not just to be physically fit, but mentally, because I obviously I'm open about suffering from anxiety and depression, and very few things in this world relieves my stress like a good run. And there is a specific line in this song that says, shake it out, shake it out. It's hard to dance with a devil on your back. So shake him off. Now, that's not necessarily an actual devil, but anything that's weighing you down, be it worries, stress, grief, uh, being upset at a person that's done you dirty, whatever it is. It's hard to dance. It's hard to run with a devil on your back. So shake that bastard off. <laughs> what do you think about this song, Dixie? I always heard the beginning of this and skipped it, but I listened to it all the way through yesterday. It is a good running song. I'm glad you finally yes. listened to it all the Usually way through. Usually when I hear her voice in the opening, I'm skipped. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you, so you got to the line where she sings that line yes. I just read and she kills it, right? Yes. Um, I've listened to this song before all the way through, and I never could understand what she was saying, but she is saying shake it, shake it out or shake it off. She's saying both in different parts yeah. of the song. So, um, yeah, I actually listened to it all the way through, and I was dodging traffic yesterday while listening to it, so it was pretty good. All right. Here is Florence plus the machine with Shake It Out. I can
Dixie, we have one song left each before we get into our top five. What song do you have at number six? All right. I'd like to preface this song by saying that I have a couple of people or that have an album that I can listen to from start to finish. Just let it play through. It's great all the way through. Uh, several people do that. And here recently, like the Sound and Fury album I can listen to. All the way through, I actually did yesterday when our playlist was over. I, just, yeah. I just listened to it. It's such a great mixture of just amazingness. It's yes. awesome. But I, I say all that to say this, that my number six uh, artist, you cannot do this with his album because the, re the rest of his music does not appeal to me. But this song right here appeals to the masses, and that is Coolio with Gangster's Paradise. I was getting all excited that you were picking, a, <laughs> picking an actual song from Sound and Fury. No, because we talk, we we exhaustively talk about Circle Simpson on the show, so no, I'm uh, not doing that. So I'm going to pick Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. He was on our One Hit Wonder thing, uh, I think you've had him on twice. Yes, yeah, so I really like the song. I can sing every stinking word of this song. Give us just a little bit of it. Uh, Come on. As I walk through the valley of the no, shadow of death, do it. I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. I can't do it. Sorry, Coolio. May he rest in peace. I'm not going to butcher He's this song. Oh, he did die. He did, I yes. about that. He was one of the 2022 um, deaths that we had, so yep. So, uh, may his soul live on in this awesome song. And it is like the only, I've tried to listen to some of his other music. And I just don't like it. I don't uh, think I've ever heard another Julio <laughs> no, song in my entire life over no, this No, but this is all you need. Wasn't, I mean, he on, wasn't he on like Surreal Life once or something? I can't remember. I don't know. Wow. I can't remember. But anyways, this is such a good song. And I love it. Me and Natalie sing it together all the time. So Let me do a quick shout out. I do like this song. Uh but I have to give a quick shout out to Amish Paradise, which yes. is a weird Al parody of this, yes. which is in its, in its own right an awesome song. And it's a really good song, yes. <laughs> All Weird Al music is really good. Weird Al is a genuine genius. I do not say that with any kind of irony. To do what he does and do it for 40 and years like he has. And be successful at it. And he's often imitated but never duplicated and, and if you have not watched his uh his movie no he has bought his uh, his biography starring daniel radcliffe as we were out who is fantastic by the way yes you need to watch that it's on it's on the roku channel for free this got, is not a movie podcast no. but you guys to watch it yes but anyway let's get back to the topic at hand you introduce your number six running song and we'll play a little bit of it for our listeners out there number six is gangster's paradise by coolio As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying in chalk. I really hate the trip, but I gotta low. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke, fool. I'm the kind of cheater little homies want to be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the streetlight.
so you mentioned earlier Tom Pettingen. We talked about how he had a bunch of different songs that, that a, a person could include on this list. And he on our, you know, long-form running playlist, both you and I have a bunch of Tom Petty songs. Well, I also have several of this next artist, which is Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet yes. Band. So I could have easily picked Night Moves, Hollywood Nights, Like a Rock, uh, but I picked my favorite Bob Seger song, which is Roll Me Away from his 1983 album, The Distance, and also prominently featured in the movie Armageddon. And that is one of my guilty pleasure movies. It is not a great movie by any stretch, but damn, it is a entertaining movie. And <laughs> as Dixie will tell you, one of my favorite tropes in the history of movies is a character heroically sacrificing themselves. Yep. And Bruce Willis sacrifices himself for all humanity in Armageddon, but specifically for his daughter and her fiance, played by Ben Affleck. But getting back to Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, specifically Roll Me Away, when the chorus kicks in on this song, I don't care where I'm at, I start singing along to it. And if there's people around, they start running because I... If you've ever heard me sing, it is not pretty. <laughs> well, I this morning you were singing it when we were getting things ready in the kitchen and stuff. And I, I said, it. I said, um, have you been listening to your running playlist? He's like, yeah, because <laughs> he was singing this song. I don't sing often. Dixie will tell you, I really don't. I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> uh, well, that's why I don't. <laughs> Hey, I, I sing terrible. You got any so. thoughts on Bob Seger? I well, I normally skip this song, but yesterday I did not. I listened to this and I love it. I, the the first uh, the ver the first verse he was talking about. He met a woman. Yes, in a bar and sang And she's off. like, and he's like, "This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run away." And she was like, "Okay, fine, I'll go with you." But then she backs out. Yeah. So And by God, he did, he went anyway. Yes, and he just rolled on without her <laughs> on his motorcycle. <laughs> so I, I like it because it's like all dramatic. You think the song is going to be about those two just living the life, but she's like, "Nah, never mind." <laughs> And so, anyway, I, I really liked it. Uh, I did not skip through it. I, and it is definitely upbeat and certainly a great running song. Let me just say also that there's a bunch of Bob Seger's music has been used in television and movies over the years. I knew you were going to mention Julie Cooper. And I mentioned, you know, this song being in Armageddon. But in my opinion, no Bob Seger song has been used better than Night Moves <laughs> was used in the old sea with Julie Cooper with Julie Cooper having an affair with a high school student and not just a high school student but the ex-boyfriend of her daughter I know just and they would they would literally play night moves and get it on <laughs> and it was awesome oh my gosh Dixie don't deny it <laughs> don't be bashful it was Julie, awesome. Julie Cooper is such a cougar and you couldn't help but like root for her too so in all honesty like in real life she was only like five years older yes, than, than, yes. Than, than the high schoolers on the show. They yes. were like 25 and she was like 30. Yeah. So she wasn't it wasn't that, that much bad. older in real life, but <laughs> she was one of those people that you just wanted to hate so bad, but then you loved how evil she was. Yeah. So, but yes, Bob Seger was definitely used appropriately <laughs> in that show. So here is the aforementioned Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band with my number six favorite. Running song of all time, Roll Me Away. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment then she looked into my eyes. She 
didn't have to say a thing. take a real quick break and then we'll be right back with myself and more importantly Dixie's five favorite running songs of all time hey Brian once again here to tell you about my good friends at the Goblin Trading Company that's right they are putting out new stuff almost daily. Shirts, hoodies, mugs. Not just exclusive of that one show merchandise, but all kinds of cool stuff. They have a really new cool shirt for my D&D friends of a lich. And if you'll just go to Etsy, type in the Goblin Train Company, you can see that shirt and all the other stuff they have a lot of you I've already bought some hoodies and t-shirts of that one show, and I appreciate that. Keep on buying that stuff, wearing it out, tagging myself or the Goblin Train Company on social media and letting us see that cool shit that they are making because it is cool, and if you want to be cool, you will go ahead and get you a hoodie or t-shirt from the one and only Goblin Trading Company. If you don't know how to get there, in the show notes, I'll have a little link, and all you gotta do is click on that sucker, and it'll take you right there to where you'll see all that awesome stuff I just talked about from the Goblin Trading Company. All right, we're to the top five. Dixie, what's your fifth favorite running song of all time? Well, before I start on my top five, I want to just throw in a, a mention, only in this case it is a dishonorable mention, which means it is not worthy of honor. This guy, is that what that means? Uh, yeah, in my book. <laughs> this, well, actually, it's literally what it means, not just in your book. <laughs> I was trying to drop some knowledge. Shut up. Um, so anyway, I shouldn't even mention this guy, but had... Had two years ago went by and you said, what's your top running songs? I would say that Kanye West would be in there a lot. However, I'm finding less and less patience with racists and just stupid people that are just out to spread as much hate as possible. So I... I have nixed him from my, and there's actually a song I really wanted on this list, but he is featured in it, so no. 
So anyway, he has ruined my playlist. Thanks, yeah. Kanye. Well, he ain't ruined your entire playlist, but he's ruined his own music. He has ruined himself. I usually try to separate the art from the artist, but, you know, if you're a full-on Nazi, I can't hardly get over that one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a little Nazi wannabe, and it's just, it's terrible. So anyway, let's move on. Anyway, with that, I will not be doing an honorable mention. I'm going to just throw him out there and that I'm done with you, Kanye, and you're not on my list. Anyway, so you should be ashamed. Uh, but number five is someone that has actually hidden herself away from the music scene. She is, she was so big in the 90s, and she decided to just stop and make her family and i couldn't tell you what she is doing to this day but that is miss lauren hill Ooh. and it is the song doo-wop yes. it's not killing me softly which i could have easily picked uh, both both good ones yes but this is doo-wop and she is great and i love this song because it is ultimately telling you watch out people have their own agendas and everybody uses somebody for something and i really like her it's a warning to the girls it's also a warning to the guys and it is so good when it comes on natalie and i will both sing along to it and it has a great a great tempo fantastic pick you want to play it yes please do walk by lauren hill yo yo my men and my women don't forget about the day is it out the most the king? Yo, it's about a thing. Uh, yeah, feel yo. real good when your hands in the air and lick two shots in the For your friend, the one you let hit it and never called you again. Remember when he told you he was about to Benjamin's? You act like you ain't him, they give him a little trim to begin. Now you think you really gon' pretend like you wasn't down and you called him again. Plus, when you give it up so easy, you ain't even fooling him. If you did it then, then you probably can. Talking out your neck, saying you're a Christian. I was slam sleeping with the gin. Now that was the sin that did Jezebel in. Who you gon' tell when the repercussions spin? Showing off your ass because you're thinking it's a trend, girlfriend. Let me break it down for you again You know I only say it cause I'm truly genuine Don't be a hard rock when you really are a gym Baby girl, respect is just the minimum Nigga, you still defending them now Lauren is only human Don't think I haven't been through the same predicament Let it sit inside your head like a million women in Philly pen It's silly when girls sell their souls because it's sin Look at where you be in, hair weaves like your pants Fake nails for my fifth favorite running song of all time, I've got a song that does not have a single word in it. I know. <laughs> and it is from a band from Boston, Massachusetts, by the name of Dropkick Murphys. It is from their 1999 album, The Gang's All Here. And it is their version of the classic hymnal, Amazing Grace. And it goes on and on. It is it's all, only three minutes. It's all the stanzas of Amazing Grace and a rock out just... Bagpipe jam session. <laughs> Let me just say that this song, like the album cover, gets me fired up and ready to fight. The cover of this album is literally Soldiers with Bayonets. And if y'all don't know what a bayonet is, it's literally the knife on the end of a long gun. In case you run out of ammunition, you just start stabbing people and shit. But that's beside the point. This song fires me up so much. And it is one of the songs that got, I think, got me in trouble with the powers to be at WJSN because I played it on there one time, because I said, hey, we 
We play, they we usually only play gospel on 97.3 on Sunday. So here's your gospel song. <laughs> but if you've never heard this version, it literally starts out with bagpipes, very pretty. But then the electric guitar, bass, and drums kick in, and they probably do it like five times the normal tempo of Amazing Grace, and they slay it. I would dare you to listen to this song and not get fired up and ready to run through a brick wall. If you are a coach of a team, play this before you send your kids out to play right in the locker room and they'll be fired up. So ACDC and Amazing Grace. And if they don't, if they don't win the game, by God, they'll at least hurt somebody. <laughs> it's, it's quite a song. <laughs> Here are Dropkick Murphys with their version of the gospel hymn. And unlike any version you've ever heard of Amazing Grace. Number four. Quattro. Numero quattro. Cinco, <laughs> Numero cinco, four. That's right, baby. <laughs> what you got? Okay. Uh, number four is the song that you said that you just could not get through. And you got it ranked high, too. Yes. I'm shocked that you didn't put it number one, to be honest nope, with you. Nope. But uh, there are two Sia songs that I like. And uh, Chandelier, which they play the crap out of, or Elastic Heart. And... If you've ever seen the video to Elastic Heart, it is Shia LaBeouf dancing with a small child. <laughs> it's kind of disturbing. But uh, in true Sia fashion, she likes to be weird and just make people uncomfortable. So this song is well, a great song. This song never makes me <laughs> This song is a great song to run to. And why? I tried to explain it to me why. I just though. don't know what it is. I just I just like it. It's techno. I really like it. I looked up the lyrics just hoping to find something profound that I can be like in your face, Brian. See, this is good. The lyrics are trash. I mean, they're just garbage, but it's such a good song to run to. And I'm so glad that you're gonna play a little snippet of it so that other people can either like it or absolutely loathe it like you do so i have no thoughts to add to this uh i don't know if i've ever intentionally listened to this song all the way in its entirety before i cannot do it <laughs> and i would venture to say if i had to run to this song i would you run, wouldn't I, run away <laughs> I'd, I'd run angry i guess i would just imagine in my head that sheila booth was chasing me <laughs> to dance with me <laughs> 
So go ahead and introduce this one. Let's is, move on. This is Elastic Heart by Sia. Number four, I have a song that was released over 50 years ago, 1971, and it's also considered by Rolling Stone, Time Magazine, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is one of the greatest songs in rock and roll history. I'm talking about the Who's Baba O'Reilly from their album called Who's Next, and this is probably the song that we're going to mention today that's been played in most movies. Mm -hmm. I would venture to say probably 35 or 40 different films have featured this song. And when you hear the intro to this song, it is not best song ever by One Direction. Uh, it is Bob O'Reilly. Uh, <laughs> they should actually be sued for that. Yeah, but that's the sad point. <laughs> so this song fires me up like very few do, obviously, because I've got it ranked as fourth. And uh, part of my hair just fell out, and Dixie was picking it off I my nose. I can't stand it. It was just <laughs> laying there. You were but, just going to ignore it. Well, I mean, it didn't have nothing to do with nothing. Uh, I can't stand it. Well, there's a big old hair right there on the other microphone, too. I can't see it. Well, now there's not. Okay, anyway. <laughs> the, who, the Who's Baba O'Reilly. I know you all have heard this song. And no, it's not called Teenage Wasteland. <laughs> the, it's not? The, the words Baba O'Reilly are actually never even ever mentioned in this no. particular lyrics of this song. And I'd be remiss if I didn't shout out to my boys who have a cover of this song. The Ghost of Paul Revere, and they make it in a bluegrass style, and it, that cover in its own right is also on my playlist. So this song appears twice on wow. my long, not my top ten, but my overall playlist. Wow. Do you, what do you think about this song, Dixie? I really like this song, and it takes a while for it to kick in. Oh, but, but once the, it does. The bridge is fantastic, and I really enjoyed listening to it yesterday. It doesn't. It's not on my playlist, but I really enjoyed listening to it. It took me back. Can we also shout out to American Beauty and Kevin Spacey's character of Lester Vermin on there who quit his job and then started working out? That's uh, what inspired you to start running, wasn't it? Kinda, Kevin Spacey inspired uh, unfortunately, you. <laughs> but he would listen to this song while he would run yes. with his two gay neighbors. Yep. Because he was wanting to have sex with a teenage girl that was friends with his daughter. Ugh. That movie's effed up. It is. I, I, I love that movie. You used movie. to have the poster. Yeah, but it, if you go back and watch it now, it doesn't hold up no, well. It's, all things considered, it's, it's there's a lot. very tasteless. There's a lot wrong with that yes. film. And then knowing what you know about Kevin Spacey now, it's like, yeah. Can we take it back to the OC, though? Because the dude that plays Mr. Cohen mm -hmm. 
plays the guy who's Kevin Spacey's wife and that Venom's character in American Beauty has an affair with in a yes. cheap motel. And I didn't even realize that. I think his name's Peter Gallagher in real yes. life. But that's beside the point. Here's Bob O'Reilly by the Who. <laughs> what do you have for us at number three all right so doing this playlist has totally just changed my perception about a song i always thought that this song was about a dude that was just super excited about riding his motorcycle and and he wrecks and it's tragic however when i was going over my list i screenshotted because while i was running i just screenshot that's easier than making a note my notepad on here but i screenshot at the lyrics and it dawned on me that this song is not about a guy that's just super stoked to be on his uh, motorcycle. It's about a vampire. And this is just like a week ago, folks, that I just realized what this song was about. It's a vampire that if he's going to be damned, he wants to be damned, dancing through the night with somebody. And he is on his motorcycle like a bat out of hell trying to beat the dawn. He's trying to get out of there before the sun rises. And he wrecks. And so all of that for nothing, he is, he has wrecked like a human and like an idiot riding a motorcycle, like a, like a bat out of hell. He wrecks and he ends up dying. So that just makes me like the song that much more. And what I really liked about this song while running is that it's a little over nine minutes and that's a great time to try to complete a mile. So when it comes on, I'm usually within a mile or two of the house and I try to see if I can get home before the song goes off. Uh, sometimes they'll come on in the car and it's just impossible. You can't make it from our house to town in 10 minutes, I'll but, come close one. <laughs> but it is great to try to see how fast you can get, how far you can get when the song is playing. Cause it is a long song. It's not Leonard Skinner long, but it's pretty close. Uh, and this is bad out of hell by meatloaf. So before we play this, we would be doing our listeners a disservice if we didn't talk about something. I think we talked about it Not, before, though, because we talked about it in the Halloween episode. Are you sure? Yes. We talked because how he smoked, he smelled like cigarettes and gum. Yes. You weren't on my on Halloween episode, though. 
Oh, well, there was something. We talked about the song before because we talked about Meatloaf. But in case you all don't know, Dixie and I met Meatloaf at the Today Show back in the early 2000s. Yes. Because a radio station in Lexington, Kentucky was holding an essay contest called Meet the Meat. And you had to literally write an essay and submit it. And they were going to pick the best essay on why you should meet the meat and fly you to New York to meet Meatloaf. And I will recite now my entire essay that I wrote to win this contest. I want to meet Meatloaf so bad that if you fly me to New York to meet Meatloaf, I will eat my mother-in-law's Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> and that won us a trip to meet Meatloaf. Yes, and it was great, and he killed it. We watched he it there. He was fantastic. We watched him right there at Rockefeller, and he was great. It yep. was it was such a cold day. It was late October. Yep. We watched him. We were broke, so we saved up every cent that we had to be able to have a little bit of money to spend there. And it but they paid for everything other than our meals. Yeah, so it was a, it was a great experience. We walked into Louis Vuitton. I picked up a key fob, and it was three hundred and fifty dollars, and we walked right back out. Yep. So <laughs> it was a nice little experience. But anyway, this song is great, and to just know that he wrote it in a drunk a drunken stupor and in, in a st recording studio along with uh, Paradise by the Bat. It wasn't just alcohol that flown in yes, there. Yes, it was actually sure a hotel room. Yeah. Oh, yes. And the cocaine was being snorted by the gallon and just this fun this song is so fun to sing all of his songs are fun to sing so this had to be number three on my playlist here's bad out of hell by meatloaf meatloaf Number three song, I have a band that could have very well filled my entire running playlist. I'm speaking of one of my and your favorite bands of all time, the Foo Fighters. I literally could have just put their entire music library on shuffle and the first song that played stuck it on this list. Yes. But I don't think they have a single song that I don't enjoy running to. But for this purpose, I picked one from their album back in 2002 called one by one and it is called all my life and little known fact this is a cover of the casey and jojo song all my life 
I no, didn't. it's not. They just have the same title. <laughs> I was going to say, dang, that's and, and awesome. You, and you damn can't run to Casey and Joe. Yes, I can. I can absolutely run to that. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I would rather have my testicles put in a vice and grated with a cheese grater like <laughs> oh Ralphie on the Sopranos oh my than gosh. listen to that song. But I digress. I know you're a big fan of the Foo Fighters. I'm shocked you ain't mentioned them yet. I hope you do. But I'd be remiss if we didn't mention that we were front row for the one-by-one -one tour in Columbus, Ohio. Yep. In 2003, in which we heard this and several other songs, snagged a set list and a drumstick from the stage. We even got Maybe a, the best concert we've ever been to together. Yes, and I even got a few punches. Like, I've, I've never been into a fist fight in my life. But I actually got to punch a few people during that well, time. It what was, was awesome. What was happening was we literally, it was general admission. We waited in line almost 10 hours. We got there like a, like at 9 a.m. We were the third and fourth people in line. Taylor Hawkins, God rest his soul, come out and talk to us because uh, we were one of the first ones there. He signed there. your hat. I, all I had for him to sign was a Hooters hat. So I have a Hooters hat signed by Taylor Hawkins. And uh, it was just one of the greatest days ever. Not just concerts, but one of my all-time favorite days, period. We were dirt poor. We bought a $5 hot ready pizza from Little Caesars. Uh, we ate half of it before going in, left the other half in the car to eat on the way home because we didn't have no money left. I'll never forget that day. It was great. And people would try to crowd surf over your head. And when you crowd surf, you give up your spot in line. There is an etiquette about crowd surfing. You wouldn't think there is. But you go over the, the gate and the ushers take you off. Well, these guys were trying to drop early in front of the gate and take our spots and yes. i had my arm wrapped in the metal in the metal of the gates and we were hanging on so with one arm i'm wrapped in place that way nobody can budge me yeah. and with the other hand i'm just punching people yeah. as hard as i can in so the ribs let me say that this was one of our very first experiences in a mosh pit mm -hmm. and there was a big old boy next to me and he wasn't fat but he was just a brute he probably was like six foot five and like maybe 290 300 pounds and he was there by himself and you were on the other side of him and he saw us he said You've not been in very many mosh pits, have you? I said, no. He said, son, this was an older gentleman at the time than what we were. Yes. He said, I've been to OzFest 10 times. Put your lady in between me and you, and I'll give you my word that nobody else will land on her the rest of the night. And that guy beat the living hell out of everybody that he come did. over us and enjoyed every minute of it. That made his night to be able to whip people's asses that come over top of us. Yes, and there'd be people clawing to get you to not <laughs> drop them at the bouncer yeah. in the front, and we would just pitch them overhead. Yes. Like, just all and, night long, and we that, took people that and actually pitched them over the gate. full circle caught the bouncer that was in front of us' attention. He gave us water. He gave us water. He and, looked like the rock. And he gave us the set list and the drumstick afterwards. Yep. He was the man. Shout out to oh, that bouncer in Columbus, Ohio, wherever you are at today, sir. We were forever the song, being dated There to goes you. my hero. There went my hero so, right there. And he sung a word. He was a fan yes. too because he was singing along to all those Every songs. Word, yes. Even though he was there for work. I saw you, bub. Yep. Here are the Foo Fighters with All My Life. Searching for something, something never comes, never leads to nothing, nothing satisfies, but I'm getting close, closer to the prize at the end of the rope. All night long, I dream of the day, when it comes around and it's taken away, leaves me with the feeling that I feel the most, feel it come to life when I see your ghost.
Well, since we just went through all that spiel about the Foo Fighters and we have 11 minutes before we get our daughter from practice, uh, I won't I won't elaborate on them anymore. But this is also the Foo Fighters. And this is a song, Times Like These. Which is off the same album that of my. Uh, yes. yes. And when I was trying to decide on a tattoo for um, my 40th birthday, the line, uh, I'm a new day rising. I'm a brand new sky to hang your stars upon tonight. It's one of my favorite lyrics in history of all the songs I've ever listened to. This is that's one of my favorite lyrics. And that was almost my tattoo, but it was kind of wordy. So I didn't go with that. But I really like this song. I love this band and it's on my number two. Yeah, we talked a lot about the Foo Fighters right then uh, for my number three. I think this is the second artist, including Weezer, that we've ha both had a song from. Yes, with, and, and you wouldn't have had Weezer unless I said. Oh, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, song. okay, yeah. You're yeah. the only reason and why I know Fighters. who Weezer is. I'm pretty sure the Foo Fighters, too. There no, I had the Foo's on here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't change them. The Foo's. Well, y'all on the first name basis? Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're bros, me and Dave Grohl. <laughs> the plural Foo's. We're on first name basis. I made eye contact with him back you in 2003, did. and we've been best friends since, at least in my mind. He said, I don't want your stars. <laughs> <laughs> here are okay. the Foo Fighters with. Times like these. So the very first playlist that I made back around 2000, late 1999 maybe, uh, was literally on a cassette tape because that's what you had to use back then. Mm -hmm. And my number two and my number one songs both were on that cassette and they have consistently been on every running playlist since then for the past 20 plus years. So they have to be number one and number two. Mm -hmm. Number two is Mo Money, Mo Problems <laughs> by the Notorious B.I.G. with a little help by Mace and Puff Daddy and Kelly Price coming in singing The Hook, which is basically I'm Coming Out by Diana Ross. Yes. This song is my favorite rap song of all time. It will always be my favorite rap song of all time. Puff Daddy starts it out, then Mace, and then you hear, um, 
Uh, and Biggie <laughs> comes in with, for what my money is the greatest verse in hip-hop history, which is his first verse. I love this song dearly. It never has gotten old for me, period. It is one of the very few. Dixie will tell you I'm not a big fan of rap. There's only a handful of hip-hop songs that I really enjoy. But no more, none so, whatever. I just, what, what did I just say? No, no more, none so. You just made up a none so. <laughs> but more money. just up, aren't you? More problems. What do you think about this song? I think that it just reaffirms that Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Puffy, he is not a great rapper. He's the weakest link in the he song. He is so overrated, yeah. but, but he, it's not his song. He puts himself out there and somehow makes it work. I mean, you just can't help but like the guy. But he's not a good rapper. You know, he's the last, worst part about that. You know, song. his last name's Combs, right? Yes, we related. I mean, my, he's my second cousin. <laughs> he's your brother. He's my cousin. <laughs> but anyway, uh, whatever his name is, uh, he is ever evolving and he still remains relevant. So, but he's not the best part about this song. But it, it is a really good song. I like it. Yes, here is Biggie, the notorious B.I.G., the one and only, with more money, more problems. So true. PPA, no info for the DEA. Federal agents mad cause I'm flagrant. Tap myself and the phone in the basement. My team supreme, stay clean. Triple beam, miracle dream. I'll be that. Catch a seat at all events bent. Jacks in holsters, girls on shoulders. Play what? I told ya. Me and Mike to me, lose too much. I lose too much. Step on stage, the girls boo too much. I guess it's cause you run with lame dude too much. Me lose my touch, never that. If I did, ain't no problem to get the gap where the true player's at. Throw your roadies in the sky, waving side to side, and keep your hands high while I give your girl an eye. Play it, please, lyrically, nigga C, B.I.G., B. Flossin', jig on the cover of Fortune, 5 double It's my phone number, your man, I got the know, I got the dough, got the flow down, Pizak, platinum plus, like Zizak, dangerous on Trizak, leave your ass Pizak. Dixie, what's your L number one, number one, numero L, uno? L number oh. Yeah, that's L whatever. <laughs> All right, my L number O is a simple song by the Shins. Yes. And I know this whole show is about introducing people to new music. Yes. And uh, I don't know anybody in Jackson besides me and you that listens to the Shins. They should. Well, that's their loss. I heard Natalie the other day singing, do, do, do. And I was like, oh, are you singing the shin? She's like, yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that was the extent of her listening to him. But I love this song. I have since we watched them live. Since we watched them live, that this was, I think, in their encore. Um, and I just absolutely love it. I love every word to it. And one of my favorite lines and up there with my Foo Fighters favorite line is uh, when you feel like an ocean being warmed by the sun. I can feel that line. I can feel those words. And uh, the Shins are so great. Uh, they are not a band that I can listen to, like just play them and go. I have actually a Shins playlist that I'll actually listen to. Some of their music's kind of weird, 
but uh, a lot of it is hyper. It's just happy-go-lucky, kind of like me, but then kind of darkish too. I just, I really like the shins. If you've never given them a listen, please do. So this is not just one of your favorite running songs, but this, I'm, I'm this, old, one, of my favorite this songs. is one of your favorite songs, yes. period. And I've got a surprise for you. What? So since I started collecting vinyl records, the album that this song on, Port of Morrow, mm -hmm. has been impossible to find. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen two copies. Both of them are over a hundred bucks. I found a sealed copy that, this morning. For 18 bucks. That's awesome. Where at? It is on its way. That's cool. I, I love this album cover yes, too. Yes. It's just so cute. Yeah, but it, it looks like a Microsoft when you can like choose like different backgrounds for your computer. Yes. It looks like a Microsoft background. But it is on its way. It's weird. Yay! Well, we're going <laughs> to listen to it. We're going to play the crap out of that. So here, go ahead and introduce your favorite running song of all time. My favorite running song, but then also one of like my favorite song is Simple Song by The Shins. And the way they did run, you sure must be strong. And you feel like an ocean laid warm by the sun. When I was just nine years old, I swear that I dreamt your face on a football field. And a kiss that I kept under my vest Apart from everything with the heart in my chest I know that things can really get rough When you go in love Don't go thinking you gotta be tough play like a star So, Dixie, I think this is the best you've ever been on the show. I think it's because you actually took I'm the actually time to prepare. You no, prepared. I did not prepare for this. <laughs> I just happen to be knowledgeable about stuff that I do every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know the names of albums. So, I just mentioned that my number two and one songs have been on every running playlist that I've had for the past 20 plus years. How can number one not be a song called Born to Run by the great Bruce Springsteen? Side note is also the name of a book that's really good about this Mexican tribe that literally was born to run, even though they don't try. They run barefoot, smoking cigarettes, and if they <laughs> enter a race, no one can beat them. And that's God's yeah. truth. Pick up Born to Run. But quickly, there's a couple lines in this song that I want to mention before I play it. This town rips the bones from your back. It's a death trap, a suicide rack. We got to get out while we're young because tramps like us, baby, we were born to run. Anybody that's grew up in a hellhole of a small town, they feel me when I quoted that one. But the second one is this. Before I had a cassette of this album, back when cassettes were a thing, and I had a Walkman, and I would listen to it in high school. So, obviously, me listening to, at that time, a 25-year-old song in high school was probably not the coolest thing to do. <laughs> but I caught myself one time, no one was around in the hallway, and I was listening to this on my headphones, and I sang this line. Not loudly, but loud enough if anybody would have been around, they could hear. Wendy, 
let me in. I want to be your friend. I want to guard your dreams and vision. Just wrap your legs around my velvet rims and strap your hand across my engine. I turned around and there was a very attractive girl standing staring at me. And she heard me say that. She did not know it was a song. And she thought I was quoting that to her <laughs> and making that shit up on my own. And I was mortified and proceeded to run off like Napoleon Dynamite. Away. Yes. Oh my goodness, I was mortified. Rachel. I literally ran goofily away. So who is this girl? Do I know her? I don't even remember her name. That's God's truth. So Hand to God, I don't remember. Anymore? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. But technically, that was the first time in my life I ever ran. <laughs> Full circle. Wow. Singing us out. My favorite running song of all time from the GOAT, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Born to Run. One show is brought to you by The Goblin Trading Company and is written, produced, and recorded by me, Brian Combs, most of the time right on my kitchen table. If you enjoy this show, please share it with someone who you think may enjoy it as well and check me out on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. As always, thanks for listening and we will see you next week.